indeed, yes, indeed, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It is Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again for tuning in to Dating University. I am Absolutely. your co-host, co Professor Charles, along with my lovely co-host. Professor Brittany in the building. You already know. And like I said, we are Dating University. Here yes. we discuss the good. The bad. And the ugly. Of all things dating and relationships. Absolutely. Man, we got a good one tonight, y'all. We got a very, yes. very, 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 very special guest in the building. JS1. JS1. The 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 visionary of the Baltimore Media Coalition. I mean, the man is bringing together a huge amount of people, a huge amount of talent, all up under the, the same roof to kind of collaborate, network, move forward, change the narrative, and control the narrative. Uh, mm. Give it up, everybody, once again for JS One. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, hold on, I, I wish I could clap, but I'm holding the phone. Yes. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. We are One. so appreciative and we just want to welcome you. Um, this is your show. Your show is our show. Our show is your show. So definitely relax. Be yourself. Be true to your opinion. And let's let's get it going. I can do that very easily. And I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And you know what I'm saying? I still owe y'all a live show. And I promise I'm going to make that happen. I'm good on my promises. That, that, that. Can't wait. Looking forward Can't to wait. it. This episode is brought to you by us, Dating University. <laughs> I love go ahead it. if you are so inclined to go ahead, check out our merch shop, uh, help support the channel, uh, help us to bring you better, newer, bigger uh, productions, uh, yes. events, so forth and so on. Again, go to D you hyphen shop dot creator dash spring dot com links are in yeah. everything that we have on all of our social media hit the link and you'll find right to our shop um let's see what other housekeeping things do we have to do today Brittany? you got anything no, just that, just be on the lookout. Dating University is doing some major scenes, some major things behind the scenes. And, nice. you know, just keep supporting us, showing up to class on Thursday evenings, engaging, engaging with us throughout the week, and just keep being y'all. Thank you so much for the support. Absolutely. Thank you so much. We, we love, we love, we love our uh, podcast listeners. Yes. We appreciate y'all so much, man. Yes, you know. thank you. Yes, yes, indeed. I have a fun opening question before we start the show. Okay, what you got? So, growing up, right, we were kids. We were in kindergarten, pre-K, first grade. What did you want to be when you grew up? What did you want to be? Wow. That is a great question. What did you want to um... be? <laughs> Okay, so I wanted to be an architect really? um, until I realized that it required a whole lot of math and I wasn't good at math. <laughs> um, but I tell I, I don't tell a lot of people this. I really I've, I don't think I've ever said this on a public platform before, but like ever since I was in elementary school, I always had a crew. 
And like even at elementary school, I used to come up with like special, like I would hand draw like little logos and I would <laughs> give them to all of my homeboys and we would all Are have our serious? own like click name and all. So yeah, and we used to do all that. The same thing. That's incredible. Yeah. Wow. I was definitely a very much a, oh, we're going to be a crew and we all going to do things together as a squad. So I think one of my passions was always to be a part of a collective and do things as a um, collective. I don't know how, I don't know if that's weird or not, but. No, that's not at all. Charles, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, what didn't I want to be when I was growing up? Oh, wow. Up? Okay. <laughs> I had it so many different ideas of what I wanted to be. From being a uh, veterinarian, okay. um, I wanted to be uh, a clothing designer. I wanted to Ooh, be nice. Um, I wanted, <laughs> and this is a little, little on the morbid side, but I was <laughs> like, "What job can I get that will always be there?" And I wanted to do a crime scene cleanup. Man. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. Yeah, like I was really. I would have never guessed that of you. Okay. If I could, really, if I could really deal with dead bodies and blood, I would be all on that. Right. But I am. I I can't do anything dead. The moment something dead, I can't touch it or be near it. That's that's just me. Mm. Yeah, I'm the but same you, way. The thing like, about it is, like the you you're you're coming in like after the body has been moved or bodies have been moved out. You're just there to, you know, clean up the good. So <laughs> it, can get, it can get pretty gory though. So oh, yeah, absolutely. you have to have absolutely. a stomach for the smell mm -hmm. and tolerance mm -hmm. for the sight. So oh, yeah, there are a lot of your senses being heightened when you're on those kind of scenes. Agreed. Yeah. I remember I always wanted to be a geriatric doctor. Like oh. I loved my grandparents wow. so much that I wanted to work with older people. Gotcha. And then I wanted to be a doctor because I, you know, I wanted to just be something bigger. Like when you were growing up in our era, being a doctor was like the thing. Like mm -hmm. I want to be a doctor. So I'm like, you know what? I want to be a old people doctor. Mm. And so I just said geriatric because I'm older and know the vocabulary. So mm. until they told me, I think I was watching an episode of a different world. And they were working on the cadavers. Oh. And I realized I have to work on dead bodies as a as a way to become a doctor. And yeah. like, one, and like dead bodies give me the heebie-jeebies. So thank you. Like, thank you. Know I can't skip that part. That's a really major part. Right. Um, so I guess I'm gonna have to hang up my dream. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> It's something. It, I mean, it, it it really is because I was I was in my last job. I was blessed to kind of um, I worked in an adult ED, and so we had like you know uh, residents and everything, and they all had to take different courses and you know yeah. whatever whatever. And I was actually you know blessed to kind of sit in on one of those you know cadaver classes. Like, yeah, it's it's something. It is. Did they show the face? Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're. You're like face to face with the person, yeah. So a lot of it was more like intubation stuff, and you know. But yeah, yeah, it's not necessarily like, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was awesome. cool though. It was really, really cool. Like I loved it. Like I loved it. It just, it just, it brought yeah. up that whole like the 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 resurgence of me wanting to be like doing crime scene cleanup. I'm not gonna do it. But you know, it just brought it up. 
yeah yeah so with that being said i'm so excited for tonight's show um this is definitely an interesting topic that i think that we need to explore mm. and that is dating from an entrepreneur's standpoint yeah, so how is it dating as an entrepreneur and so right. we're excited to discuss this with js1 so let's dive into our first question js1 tell us about your journey to entrepreneurship oh that's a really good question all right so i come from a family of entrepreneurs my dad has owned his own construction mm. company since before i was born his father owned his own painting company before he was born my grandfather on my mother's side had his own thing my uncles had their own businesses so like kind of being born into that world wow. uh in the way of our my, my earliest memories working was for you know the family company and them being very and it's crazy because i was just talking about this like a few minutes ago that your whole life becomes lessons that are that you end up finding out have a lot to do with owning your own business yes. like you know uh you know being a man of your word and uh you know worrying about your your responsibility and if your job is to sweep the floor sweep the floor is the best you can and mm -hmm. When you get the next job, you do that job and you kill it. And uh, learning how to manage employees and managing employees that might be on drugs or because construction has a lot of different characters of different types, you know. So you have experts who are very uh, specific about what they do. They're very egotistical. But then you'll have people with all different types of issues. And uh, my family has always been very much about uh, black empowerment and mm. about trying to give black people opportunities and you like my father even though it could be cheaper to deal with hispanic people he would much rather hire you know black contractors to do stuff so like That's i nice. have always been a part of that world so when i got to a point of growing up it was even hard for me to function within regular jobs because interesting I, I i tell people like this like and, and the only example i could give that it seems that people can understand is if you in the country right and you meet some old white dude and he's a farmer or he's got his own thing he talks with an accent he doesn't use correct english and he definitely doesn't care about you know impressing you because he makes money doing what he's doing so you either gonna deal with him the way he wants you to deal with him or you can go in on about your business and when you're confident and you're skilled and you have a customer base, you kind of develop a certain mentality where you're not, uh, you don't allow people to push you around. You don't allow a lot of, you know, and you are very much who you are. So in a corporate environment, you have to curb your speech. You have Ooh, to curb that code and talk about it. You have to do a lot of code switching. Hello, how are you today? Exactly. The problem mm -hmm. that I have is, as much as I try my best to code switch, I am not good at it because even on an unconscious level, there are things that are commonplace for me. But people have been like, oh, my God, did he just say that or, oh, my God, is he this type of person? So even though I might have a good heart and I'm very straightforward and honest in a corporate environment being straightforward and honest isn't always the best thing it's not always wanted it's not always appreciated so unfortunately as much as i could try to go for different which i have I applied for tons of corporate jobs but 
I just don't have a place in that world. So mm. you kind of are, you know, not forced, but mm-hmm. unless you're really about to change who you are to adapt to that type of world, it kind of works out better to be on your own. So like mm. that is definitely a huge part of my existence and a reality that I had to come to grips with. And it's very hard to get to that point. Wow. That's that's. I mean, you said something there. You know, as far as like the, um, you know, not being able to fit in into it, and I think a lot of us who you know went that route of of like corporate America, like I feel like a lot of us are coming to that stage where like, yeah, no, nah, I can't do this no more. Like, right. You know, everybody's looking for you know a side hustle to to make another side hustle. To make that their you know their permanent gig the way they can leave and they can be their own boss Man. i know i have like that that stifling feeling of like not being my creative self not being you know in charge of what it is i want to do for the day um how do I, you know managing you know how can i do you know this work when I really want to be doing that work, you know, it, it's, 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 it's weighing on me heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is why we're grinding the way that we're grinding. So yeah. it's all for a greater purpose. Now, JS1, you know, it wouldn't be dating university if I didn't get personal. So can you tell us your relationship status as of today? I am single, 100% single. Ooh, ladies, y'all heard it here first. And for those that think that they're with him, womp, womp, womp. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry to disappoint. Because, <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, you have some people that, you know, you go on a date or two, you talk on the phone, you text, and it's like, we go together. But you heard it here first. JS1 is completely single. So, ladies, if you see, he looks like he's a teddy bear. He's a handsome Yow. teddy bear. So, um, they never go out of style. That's one Not thing. like... They're like bell-bottom jeans. They're like bell-bottom jeans. They never go out of style. I will take that compliment. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. I like bell-bottom jeans. I like... Okay, there you go. You know, I said it. I'm like, not really a good example, but y'all know what I mean. It's out there in the ether now, so... Yeah, it's fine. You all wear bell-bottom jeans. If y'all love Professor Brittany, go ahead and send her a pair of bell-bottom jeans. Bell-bottom jeans. You know, I've started... Totally off topic, but we'll get back on quickly. I started wearing jeans a lot more. So I think right, that's right. totally why I said that. Okay, gotcha. 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 We gotta get you caught up. You know, yeah, you going through yeah. <laughs> you going through your jeans phase. Okay, we'll yes, get you caught up. Yes. We'll you so caught I'm glad we're look, you're single, so today's show will not get you into trouble. Good to know. No. Great. Okay. Even if I was in a relationship, it wouldn't get me into trouble. Okay. Oh shoot. Winnie Let's, said if you ain't married, you single. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, Winnie. Tell them. Let's go. Okay. Mm. Well, let's dive in. It's gonna be a great interview. I'm so curious because um I've never been an entrepreneur, but I've dated several. And really you can see I'm not married to one, so let's it's talk not about easy. the lifestyle is not easy. It's not it's easy. Not easy. It is not easy. So let's let's dive in. Charles, do you have the next question? Yeah, for yeah. So so like give us some insight into like the 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 advantages and some of the drawbacks of dating as an entrepreneur. Like Ooh. oh, okay. So um I'm so glad you asked that question. So I can tell you the list of, of advantages is I control my schedule. Um so 
say if you wanted me to stay over tonight and you wanted to have breakfast in the morning, you know, being the type of person I am, I can make calls and say, hey, I'm not available for this or I got to do that. Even when I'm uh, doing business with family, if if I want to do whatever I want to do, I can just kind of do that as long as I get whatever I'm supposed to get done, done. Um, another advantage is there are times when you have large influx of capital where things yes. can happen. Like, you know what I mean? Some you, you get a big drop of cash and you want to take a weekend trip or yeah, like, you you know, I love those. you know, there, yeah, there are blessings that come along with that world. Um, in addition to having somebody that is very driven, you know, dating somebody that is an yes. entrepreneur. I say entrepreneurs yes. are very driven. Yeah. Uh, they have a different way of thinking. Yes. Uh, and then uh, normally all of the good entrepreneurs I know are always very encouraging and supportive. And yes. like we always push our the, anybody around us, like all of my friends, I'm constantly pushing them and helping them to like, yo, you want to get something going? Let's go. Like, what can I help we with? Like, you want to tap into right. some of my customers? Like, how can I help you? So like every, all of the good entrepreneurs are genuinely good people if you're in this space you know we know the trials and tribulations of that world and we do our best to try to be a support system to those that we love and the people that are around us those are the good things the bad thing let's go yes are there are times when the work is paramount because we cannot just clock out at a certain time and say, well, I don't need to think about this now. So there are times when the work becomes a priority. There are times when the money has to be invested in something. So, you know, there have been times when we, I might have had something planned and, and life has a way of doing what it's got to do. And hey, I got to take this this money and I've got to invest it in or I got to do what I got to do. And you might have to wait a couple of days to do whatever. Um it's peanut butter yeah. and jelly week. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And it's the, I mean, Charles talking about the chunky peanut butter. <laughs> right. The bread that's then crusted over. Right. The crust is falling off. Right. Melts um, in your mouth. You are correct. There are right. times when uh, it is necessary for me to do things that may be unorthodox, whereas I might have to go to certain events or I have to be in certain places and I have to shake hands and hug people and laugh and just be the yeah. most personable person in the world. And that individual I might be dating, which I try to avoid those type of people, really want and need a certain level of attention. And Ooh. I cannot give it to them at all times. Yes. Or mm. it's hard yeah. because when, if you're dating somebody that is insecure and Ooh, I man. have a tendency to be a social yeah. butterfly or I'm, and to be honest with you, I heard somebody say this earlier. They was like, Jay, you're just a social person. And I'm like, I'm not. Like, I just not. know how to I turn just... it on and off when it's necessary. Like I can't, I don't have a choice of saying I don't want to be social. If I'm in a room and there's a millionaire over there and I know that he's trying to, all my peoples are plugging me into something. I've got to turn that switch on. And I've got to yep. be social. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean I'm crossing lines and it doesn't mean I'm trying to take somebody home. It just means that I have to engage. And that means that I can't bring you, I can't bring you front face in a conversation or even that. Like, you know what I mean? I have to be a business person. And that really does not always melt well, depending mm -hmm. on the type of person you're dating. You know, um, exactly. <laughs> I think the last thing is. Wow. You have it as a business person, your whole life becomes a set of numbers. And we have a very organized, if you're good at what you do, every part of your life becomes a very organized menagerie. 
So, mm-hmm. like, where they'll be wanting to just binge on certain things, like, oh, well, we want to spend some extra cash, and we know not to do that. So, like, you want to do a weekend, and you just want to blow a check, and I, I am never, I don't care how much money, I'm not about to blow no whole check, because I don't know, and I've had this conversation with, yay, babe, I don't know when the next drop of cash is coming from. So, just because I might have X amount of racks in my pocket or in a bank account does not mean that we get to go crazy. This has to tie me over just in case ABCX, Y, and Z happens, and that is very irritating, because for somebody who is used to a, a normal pay period, they mm-hmm. can, they can, you know, all right, if I mess up this one check, I know I got a check coming behind and I can make it up right. for them. But we don't right. have that all of the time. So that is that, you know what I mean? Um, I think those are the only setbacks for me. There are a ton of other things you can say, like your phone ringing super late at night or, mm-hmm. you know, having yeah, different people. Yeah. Having different personalities around you that your partner may not be able to deal with. But I don't, mm-hmm. I've dated long enough to realize that. I'm going to tell the person I'm dating up front, like, if you can't deal with a lot of personalities, then you may not want to date me because Mm. I am dealing with people whom are sweet angels that would are like Mother Teresa. And I'm dealing with the devil himself sometimes. Like, Mm -hmm. if you are not able to deal with the swings of personalities, then it's best if we not date because... I'm not saying that you got to be best friends with these people, but you have to learn how to smile, yes. to be cordial, yes. and move on. And, and a, a lot a, of people aren't. Yeah, aren't it's, a slight, it's, a, it's a slight deference that you have to have um, when it comes to these kind of situations, because, you know, especially if you're looking for someone who is in a, let's just say a higher station. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what I'm you, you, it, it's 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 a little bit of you know humbleness that you had to have about yourself. Mm-hmm. You got to be you know when I, when you got to be a chameleon mm-hmm. in those spaces. You know, it's like mm-hmm. like you were saying, like you if you're in a room full of people, like you say, there are tons of personalities, there are tons mm-hmm. of character traits, there are tons of different types of money in that room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you you got to be able to you know switch on the fly and then. If you're not dealing with a, uh, a, a like you said, a, a secure partner or someone who has Definitely. a strong mental uh, capacity to be able to compartmentalize, they're going to look at you like, oh, you phony. Like, you can switch. Mm-hmm. switch, switch. You're just going to switch with me? Like, nah, like, this is look, mm-hmm. the game. This is what we got to do. This is what I have to do in order to mm-hmm. get those, you know, those weekends that you like. This is just what it is. It's hard. Yeah. And then I, mean, I, I would like to add one more thing. Um, mm-hmm. it, when you are conducting business, one thing I learned is that people that make a lot of money, the more money you make, the more eccentric you become, or you're just an eccentric person in general. And mm-hmm. uh, the more eccentric the person, the less personable a lot of them are for whatever life brings them into that space and it really takes a particular person to deal with eccentric people and a lot of times when you're dating people that are not in the business world they think that business is very black and white and it is not black and white at all business is very much thousands of shades of gray and it takes a lot to be able to navigate that world and to deal with it and you can't be emotional a lot of times so when you're going through financial different situations or you're dealing with different people and there's a deal on the table and they ask you every day is the deal done did you get the check did you get the check and you'd be like chill like 
It like, takes time. Well, what you doing? Well, why they don't just give you the money? Well, they just being crazy. They should have just don't they know? And it's just like, yo, chill. No, but that's very. I mean, that's very interesting. If we look at entrepreneurship, um, especially on our level, we're not looking at people like Diddy Combs and extremely affluent and wealthy people. Money matters. So, mm-hmm. um, I have a you question. Like you got to be hungry, but not thirsty. It's weird. Here's, right. here's exactly. my question, though. Does your mood change depending on where you are with your cash flow? Because I, I've dated entrepreneurs, and when the money's coming in and the checks are coming in, oh yeah, we're going on dates. Their their ego is high. Their confidence is high. Their drive is high, but. With things that go up, sometimes stuff got to come down. So you have slow seasons. How does that impact your psyche? Is your is your confidence still up here? Is I can, your willingness to date still up here? Is how you mm. treat the people that you're dating still up here? Or okay. I can answer that question quite, quite easily. The, the most successful space in my life, in my own businesses, I was the most scared and I was the most fearful. I had I, I was I literally got up and went to sleep every day scared shitless that the other shoe was going to drop and something was yeah. going to go wrong. And it's like, yo, everything's going too right, mainly because I spent 12 years, probably like seven or eight years with things never going right. And then all of a sudden you you find a, a formula that works and then money starts flowing really crazy. And you're like what the hell is going on and because you're so used to things going wrong i was the the blessing was i didn't i my ego never i never allowed my ego to come out i never allowed myself to be arrogant i never allowed myself to even enjoy it because the only thing i kept doing is is like i gotta continue to make sure that this cash continues to flow and i was i was planning on the next thing because i I kept thinking to myself this is only going to work for so long i need to make sure the next thing is in route now as far as dating and loving and being in relationships i feel like i've always been grounded in that space because i come from a world of entrepreneurs so like i understand what it's like to have money and not have money so it doesn't really excite me and it doesn't change who i am i never caught a big check and was like yo i'm the man like never even my home i'm done i can retire right my whole and it's like three thousand dollars okay that was right that was a point where the entire baltimore entertainment industry was like you're the man jay and i would be like no i'm not like because i knew that i wasn't i knew that i wasn't in that space but everybody in the world thought i was in that space and i was like nah my nigga nah like i i'm and i excuse me i don't mean to use the word nigga but i'm just i I just was never in that space because most of my life was very much being rejected or being not appreciated or not being seen so when i became seen it was really all about me holding tighter to the people i love so you know keeping my friends around keeping the the real people around me and blessing and showering praise and and opportunity on those that helped me when i was coming up it was very much about that because i was like now i'm in position i want anybody around me that i know are good people i want to get them in position because i want to be able to trust the people that are on my level you know what i mean and that and that's where i was now dealing in relationships was horrible for me at that time because i just wasn't focused on my personal anything so it was like haircuts was third dairy outfits were third dairy it was like bro i'm getting this money and i'm totally focused on that and that was that's where things kind of 
went left. You know what I'm saying? So I just, you know, it just didn't work out in that time period. Yeah, and 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 it takes a it takes a, a certain type of person to deal with another deal with an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you have those moments where you're just you know you're nose to the grindstone, like you're in mm-hmm. the zone. You're like you know you look at Jay Z, like you were saying. You know when he's in album mode, he just lets it go. You know what I'm saying? Like hair goes. You know what I'm saying? He don't care how he looks, whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's in that mode, and you know, you know, it's good that he's with another creative who understands that process. You know, mm-hmm. you're birthing something, you're creating something from your mm-hmm. from your soul, from the depths. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when when you're when you're in that 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 mindset. You know, a lot of people don't understand it because they look at you like, oh, you're being selfish. Like, no, I'm not being selfish. I am literally trying to birth this idea that I had in my head. It was mm-hmm. thought about this big. And mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have did nothing with it, it would have yeah. stayed that big. And then mm-hmm. now I have an opportunity to grow it and make it mm-hmm. bigger, make it better, make it, make it come to fruition. Mm-hmm. And I'm in that process, and you're looking at me like I'm weird. Like, no, nah, like I am mm-hmm. trying to get this done because I'm not looking at, you know, oh, I missed uh, two date nights in a row. Oh, I didn't get my hair cut this week. Oh, I'm, you know, like, did I shower today? I don't know, but I'm, you know, the, you know, is that sort of thing. So we gotta, we really have to make sure the people that were inviting into our space understands the type of person that you are understands you know what your vision is because otherwise you're always going to be starting over with somebody new right and i mean first impressions matter so i know me personally i have so many misconceptions about entrepreneurs because my exposure to them have not been the best um when i'm on these dating profiles and i see you know job occupation and I see entrepreneur, I'm intrigued. My interest is peaked. So mm-hmm. I talked to one individual and he's like, oh, I'm a part of insert bankrupt company here. Why don't you join my team? Be your own boss. And so it went from like first date to let me recruit you to be a part of my team. So that mm-hmm. was the second guy that I met, again, job occupation, entrepreneur. So I'm like, great. Like, I love the hustle. And he's like, yeah, you know, today I'm going to just, you know, be at my mom's house on the couch, just kind of, you know, doing my own Mm. thing. I'm like, well, what, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I sell t-shirts, you know, little t-shirt here, little t-shirt there. Do you have have a brand? And he's like, not really. Like, just tell me what you want and I do it. And yeah, I'm that's like, a hustle. I okay. try to tell people that's the difference between a hustle that's and a, a business. It's a, yeah. And we over we overuse the word entrepreneur. And that's where I was going. We we, we overuse <laughs> we that overuse term so much. And we're not using it in the right context. Exact exactly. I tell people all the time. Question. Like what what are some misconceptions that you've encountered as an entrepreneur when people were trying to date you? Um why the fact that i've got big time money to just drop on them all day long um the also a lot of people come in and i meet them and they want to lecture me about what they feel like business is but they have jobs so they're but they're like you ain't doing it right because you should be doing blah 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 and i'm like well every business is different and every situation is different and for you to try to summate 
what my process is and what my journey is based on a short conversation without being fully immersed into what I do. I think that's a, a little ignorant and a little disrespectful. Um, the biggest yeah. misconception people have is that you have it all. Like if you're an entrepreneur, you should have it all figured out. No. Like the other misconception is, is that, you know, when you're making money, that it's always going to flow. No, that's not a reality. The other misconception is, is that, um, you know, I mean, they're just, I mean, I could go I on. I mean, for people think entrepreneurs are broke, like on the opposite end of the spectrum. I mean, well, I tell people, entrepreneur, they're like, oh, no, no stability. That means, you know, unexpected income. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's there, sometimes it's not. Um, yeah, I could agree with you on that. There are times, I, I, like I said earlier, there are always going to be times when you're flush with cash and there are times when things may be tight. But if you are smart about what you're doing, you're never going to not be able to pay bills because what there's no point in you having a business and, and being doing it full time if you are not able to sustain your life. Now, me being able to buy Yeezys and out, new outfits every week. And that's where I that's where I hit a wall in dating when I was full time out there all day, every day, is that <laughs> women felt like, yo, you need to be lit out here. Why you don't just go and buy all of this? And it's just like and I and, and I used to say on dates, I live on a budget. And they thought that was the most ignorant. Oh, you live on a budget. What you mean? Like, meaning I have a budget, meaning that, yes, I might be bringing an X amount of dollars, but that's not for me to spend. If say if I bring in ten thousand dollars this month, I don't have ten thousand dollars to spend. I, mean, I might have two thousand dollars to spend, and the other eight thousand have to be invested back into the business or to pay for expenses so or bills or whatever. So like I, if I'm a good business person or I'm a person that is smart about my money, I am going to live within the two thousand dollars I have to spend on myself, and that two thousand dollars isn't for Yeezys. It's for rent. It's for BGE. It's for food, it's for gas, car insurance, car payment. Those things are essentials. And then I might have four or five hundred dollars a month to, to expend on going out on a date. And I'm not about to spend the five hundred dollars on the date. On that one damn date. Exactly. So when I tell you, hey, tonight I'm spending a hundred dollars, she might turn her nose up. But when that happens, I realize that you're not somebody I need to be with. Why? Because you're not understanding that like it's not about me not liking you or like if if you are worth it i would spend the whole five it's like no like hey if you take this hundred dollar meal today i can do another hundred dollar meal next week and then i could come over to the house and i can you know buy you some flowers or whatever i can do small things throughout the month to make it valuable but if you want to just blow a, a lump of cash at one point then what are we going to do the, the rest of the month because i've never not someone never but I very rarely meet a woman that is excited to after I spend some money now, they're about to go dump a bunch of bread into the relationship. Normally, it's the man that invests financially into the relationship. So I have to be what? pragmatic about how I invest so that there can be organized, explosive moments of excitement and happiness so she can feel appreciated throughout the month. I mean, JS1, that's great to hear. And I really appreciate your... Oh my gosh, it sounds like you're not happy. I and no, I'm not no. about my level of happiness, but I've never met an entrepreneur like you. So you're opening up my mind and you're you're dispelling some of the misconceptions and stereotypes that I've given to the entrepreneurs that I've dated and mm. met online. Like I the entrepreneurs that I dated 
they were money conscious when it came to their money, but they were not money conscious when it came to mine because they had the ideal of, well, you get a paycheck every two weeks. So your money is disposable and you'll have it replenished in two weeks. So why don't, why don't you pay for this? So they had well, no problem spending my money. But when it came time for them, it's like, but I'm an entrepreneur. You have to right. respect my coin, respect my bag. Right. Mm. So if I, if I may jump in, like I come from a two, two parent household. My mm. mother's last job that she held down was in 1980 something. <laughs> I love it. And she was working at Constant Care, which was down off of Pennsylvania Avenue. Okay. And she got to a point where she got irritated. They didn't want to deal with them people no more. And, you know, my dad was flipping houses and we were doing construction. Really? She quit okay. her job. And my dad paid 100% of the bills from that point. And I was probably eight years old. And she still ain't got a job now. And they've been, they just celebrated a 42nd anniversary. Whoop, like, whoop. So when you I when I have conversations pertaining to relationships, my the male person that I look up to is a provider. Mm. And my dad would look at me crazy if I was to be like, Yeah, so Shorty's paying for, he's gonna be like, excuse me. He mm. might punch yeah. me in my face, like no. like dead ass, like not even playing. Like, yo, it, he would my family would look at me as a disgrace mm. if I were to allow some woman, like, like let me tell you, I had one girlfriend. We were dating and I had like ended the lease on one of my apartments. I didn't have a place to go. And she was like, why don't you come stay with me until you find a place? I said, I told her, I said, baby, I love you, but I will sleep on every one of my homeboys couches for the next 10 years until before I would come stay with you. And it's not because I don't love you. It's just as as a man, I ain't living off no woman. I'm Mm. not living off of no woman. And this is not to be disrespectful or anything. It's just that I was taught. To stand on my own feet, I was taught to do what I need to do for myself. Like, I don't mind if, every now and then if you want to pick up a meal or if you want to surprise me with a little gift or something. Sure. But I, 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 I do what I got to do for me, bro. And, right. and, if, and if I want you to, if I want you to be my wife and if I'm going to be the re- leader of the relationship, I need to be able to handle my responsibilities that does not mean we cannot be partners and that does not mean that there at some point in time we may not share an expense or a bill but i must come to the table with whatever my responsibility is and if we're going to share it's sharing not what you do and i sit at home i'm not with none of that i love it we're gonna, pass, we're gonna pass the collection plate around at this time. Y'all been uh, bringing the heat the past couple weeks. I, I love it. I love having good. guest professors. Benediction is is here yeah. and, and now. Um, <laughs> but good here's, God. Here's the other part that turned me off from dating mm. entrepreneurs. Don't job shame me. Like why you ain't got no LLC? It's kind of like you you know, you okay working for the man? Like you, you don't, you're creative, and you rather sit at a at a man's desk from nine to five when you you're killing your dream every day. You go to work for somebody else, and it's like, why can't I do what I want to do? At the heart of it all, watch this: you're still working for somebody, even if it's yourself. You're your own uh, boss. That means you still have to answer to yourself. You yes. have to answer to the bill man. You got to answer to your customers. You got to... It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, my if goodness. I, yeah, if I may jump in, I would... Yeah. First of all, I'm jealous of anybody that get regular bread and don't and only have to clock in for their nine to five. I, I admire those people. 
Um, I wish I could exist in that space. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I would never shame nobody. Like, cause honestly, I feel like there's a part of me that always wanted to be in that space. I never wanted to be a leader. I never wanted to be a, you know what I mean? But it's for, for all of the situations that I've incurred in my life, it has always worked for me to just do it myself. So like it just worked out better if all right I'm sitting there waiting for my homeboys to get together and it just seems like yo y'all niggas is going way around Robin Hood's barn look and then like you get frustrated because you sitting there doing dumb shit and you be like look just do this do this and do this and here's the money okay let's just do it <laughs> and then that's how and they'll be like well since you know what you're doing just do it so all of my situations have been that way but if I could go and if if I could be accepted for who I am and have a regular job. Man, I would love that. So I'm never going to shame another person for working. Like, yeah. nah, I respect that. That's brand in that. But yeah. there are certain spaces that work for some people and then other spaces work for other people. You know what I mean? I, I, no. And I think that's disrespectful. You should never judge another person for any reason. I don't care what it is. Right. As and long I mean, as you're like, getting up every day and working, that's it. Like you said, being an entrepreneur is not for everyone. Mm -hmm. And working a nine to five is not for everyone. It's like forcing a circle into a square. I am someone exactly. where I handle no with ease. Like I can never be a car salesman because if I pitch my life to you and I I pitch the hell out of this car and I say, bah, 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 do you want it? And they're like, no. Have a great day and God bless. <laughs> you have true salespeople, true entrepreneurs that take that no and it just grinds them up to want to keep on and keep trucking along. Me, I'm going home and I'm having some cranberry juice and I'm going to watch my Netflix and I'm going to, I may give up. Like, it's not in me. So when people tell me, Rick, come on, you got this. You can do this. You can start your own business. I'm, I'm doing what I want. How about that like i'm pretty self-aware and emotionally intelligent enough to know what works for me and what does not work for me like i could not handle not having a steady source of income my bills are not scattered with my income mm -mm. those bills come once a month one time <laughs> 12, 12 times a year and mm -hmm. i need to make sure i have money in that account 12 for those 12 times for those bills so yeah me not having money is not going to make me go to bed and get up and say gotta grind harder it's like oh my gosh what the hell exactly exactly and if i may jump in i, I just wanted to add something on what you just said because what you said is so amazing and so serious it takes a certain level of experience and 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 calm to be able to function when there's no money and the exactly. bills are due and things are stacking up against you. Exactly. It really takes a certain mentality exactly. because you cannot make the wrong moves and you can't get excited to start doing crazy stuff. And I've seen people be trying to be entrepreneurs. The bills are coming up against them. You know, the, the impending doom of eviction or the lights about to get mm -hmm. cut off. And then they just start doing all type of crazy stuff just to survive and then you're like what are you doing you know what i mean right. but i've i've there have been points where the walls are closing in against me and i'm still calculating and i'm wondering to myself why am i so cool but then i remember exactly. oh you've been raising a family like you're used to this like you and the thing is it's all about getting to the solution and not focusing on the problem 
And everybody's not built for that. Everybody's right. not built for that. I promise you. And it's not. And believe me, it's not fun. And just because I'm saying I can deal with it does not mean it does not have its repercussions. Even me at 42, about to be 43 next year. I mean, next week. Nice. In the space that I'm in right now, a lot of people couldn't handle the potential shame of being in the space that I'm in. Because it's not like I don't own three houses. I don't drive a Maybach and I can't fly you out to Tahiti this week and next week. But guess what? How many women I go out on dates with on a regular basis that go, how old are you? Oh, you ain't got no kids or oh, something wrong with you. Yo, what's wrong with you? You ain't got no kids. Yeah. Well, why don't you? Uh, well, you said you're an entrepreneur. Why you ain't got this? Why you ain't got that? Uh, and it's like you have to deal with all of that. These are realities. I ain't telling you shit I'm making up. I'm telling you stuff that was actually said to my face, not in a right. text message or not right. said in past. Us. No, people, women have said this to my face. Wow. What's wrong with you that you didn't get a girl pregnant and have a child out of wedlock? Well, excuse well, me for loving my damn sperm. Shout out to my godmother. Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> so you must be a failure oh, yeah. if you don't have money. And you got a business and you don't have this and that. And I'm like, I didn't say I didn't have money. I'm saying that I'm not about to go blow just because I might have five grand in a bank doesn't mean I'm about to go spend a thousand of it on you at this particular it's point. The, it's in the entitlement. Time. It's and, and the entitlement what, for me. It, like, yeah. oh, your money is my money, which goes yeah. back to like having to secure your bag and and establish boundaries for your bag. Right. Or the unwillingness to impress a person because they feel like I should impress them as the impart as a man that is trying to court a woman. These yeah. in this woman's mind, the courtship should include me spending X amount of dollars as an equal out to her value. If I don't spend X amount of dollars, then I am not equaling up to the value of what she feels she is. But she has not spent one minute asking me a question or figuring out who I am or what I'm about. You didn't ask me about my family, my history. You don't know nothing about me. But because of their dollar sign amount that you feel as though is equal to your value, now you're, everything else becomes a mute point and it's not valuable. So therefore, I'm not valuable. And once again, this is nothing as, a, as an independent entrepreneur, man, black man, you have to get used to, you have to deal with, and you can't get upset when you do meet those type of women. You just have to understand the issue is with them and it is not with you. And I will shut up now. Now y'all can go ahead. No. Okay. Okay. No, okay. You don't have okay. to shut up. Okay. Okay. So, to shut up. No. I mean, it's if there's such a disconnect. There's such a disconnect with when it comes to money. Like, you know, from your end, like what you said, Bible, valuable. It makes so much sense. We have this disconnect because then you have some entrepreneurs, JS1, that lead with money. That's all they talk about. That's all they are about. And that's all they bring to the table. They're flashing their Benjamins, that one Benjamin with the 100 ones behind it, like they made something. I got my hand up. I got my hand up. Can I jump in? Go ahead. (laughs) Any person that's about to lead with a material thing has a lack somewhere else. No, for you sure. should be you should be the most worried about any person that leaves or pulls up with you with some Versace on and this and that. Like all let me tell you, all of the OGs that I know that get real money, my I'll holler at you later. I'm gonna call you. I got you. All right, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Tomorrow, <laughs> Happy birthday, nigga. I got you. So I apologize. I apologize. 
Um, but what I will say is any person, and I'm telling you, all of my mentors, the ones that's getting millions of dollars that are managing multi-platinum artists, all of my mentors, they wear regular clothes. They walk into the building. There was a bunch of them at the award ceremony and wasn't nobody dapping them up or talking to them. Why? Because they low key and they don't want that attention. And if you're exactly. going to deal with them, you're going to deal with them because you you want to deal with them, not their money. And right. if you want to deal with me, deal with me. Don't deal with my money. My money comes and goes. And like I don't care if you're a millionaire or a billionaire. Money comes and goes. At the end of the day, when we get old, you got to deal with me. Mm -hmm. We're going to be sitting in the house together. Ain't no amount of money going to stop us from having to communicate. We got to communicate. If we got a kid, we're going to have to deal with the kids. So, like, any woman that's more into that versus into me, I'm happy to choose something else. Please, go find another dude. Go find a drug dealer. Y'all go get locked up together and be Bonnie and Clyde, whatever makes you happy. That's not me. And I, and it took me a long time to get to that place. I'm not going the person you're talking to today took a lot of lumps and bumps and bad relationships and bad choices to the point where I've learned to be comfortable with me and happy with me. If you rock with me, then we can rock together. If not, I'm cool sipping on my cognac by myself, smoking my cigars in the crib. I'm good. So I, I'll try to begin. Y'all can do your thing. I don't, don't, don't want to like repeat a lot of the stuff that I mean because between you and Brittany you, you guys have said everything that I've been like dying to say this entire episode <laughs> so I'm just kind of just sitting in the background chilling but you know this whole you we have to show our wealth thing mm. has to stop like we've been dealing with it for years and I know what it stems from we all know what it stems from it's all based in like if I show that this, if I show this this other white man that I'm that I'm I can hold my own, he not gonna hassle me. He's not gonna think I'm some. But that's a whole other thing. So that mentality has to stop. the The idea of you were saying not dealing with these type of people who come at you sideways because you say you are an entrepreneur, like you said, like that money belongs to my bills it belongs to my business and a little bit of it belongs to me what little bit belongs to me i can slice off a piece of that and share it with you mm -hmm. and you know it, it it's it's just so man y'all said y'all said everything like i said i don't want to repeat because you guys have said it already and, and i love it i just absolutely love it this is a great conversation. This is a great conversation that needs to be had, especially for those who are in the grind mode, who are in the weird space of not being able to do everything that they want to do. Even though, like you said, Jay, you may have the actual funds in your pocket, in your bank account. Like, but again, as an entrepreneur, we are truly invested in birthing our baby. Yeah, and there's yeah. No, go ahead, Charles. I'm sorry. No, no, finish. Go ahead, go ahead. No, it's just there's so many layers to entrepreneurship that that my mind has been open tonight. I've dated barbers. I've dated you know people that own businesses. Every type of entrepreneur gave me the same outcome, and I had to learn from myself that dating an entrepreneur was not for me, and that's okay. Um. One thing that I like, one of my love languages is quality time. 
Mm. And for me, that looks like being being able to date my partner when I want to date him, having Incredible. that access. So I dated a barber and, you know, he's been cutting hair all day. So for me, another one of my love languages is words of affirmation. So he's cutting hair all day and he's giving me all the shape up like Charles is nice. Charles always has the bomb haircuts and shape ups. So, you know, he, this barber has to be focused. He cannot have a phone in one hand texting me on the phone with me, checking on me and making sure he got y'all looking clean. So there are long periods of time when I didn't talk to him. And so that lack of dialogue gave me a lack of interest. Mm. So by the end of the day, it's like eight o'clock, 8.30. So I'm thinking he's ready to just talk it up, yak it up with me and go out on a date. He's like, nah, hey, he's, I'm he's tired. Winding. He's I've been talking all day. Talking all day on his feet My all feet day. My feet all day. Using his hands all day. So his hands yes. are tired. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But you don't see that. You see your side. You see exactly. like, I ain't talked to you all day. Exactly. I need your attention. I need exactly. your affection. I need this. And and, and, and we, we have to kind of be in that compromise mode when we're dealing with these type of people. Like, you can't just just a you know expect them to be you know everything that you want them to be right when you want them to be like it's not it doesn't work like that word i, I will for example my dad right my dad when mm -hmm. him and my when him and my mom were dating and before they got married um he moved up here to baltimore with us he was living in southern maryland closer to his job down in virginia mm -hmm. he would fight both beltways to get to work and then fight both beltways my to gosh. get home. Wow. And then, you know, my mom at the time, she wasn't working, so, you know, she didn't have any adult conversation throughout the day, so, you know, like, he would come home and she'd just be like, and he'd be like, uh-huh. <laughs> and then she would feel upset because she's not getting what she thought that he would give her so i told her i was like look give that man about 30 40 minutes when he walked through the door say hi give him a kiss on the cheek and then leave him be and i promise you he'll come back and then he'll just i mean he and and it has been working ever since and i love the fact that i even had that idea to give to wow. him. we have to have that kind of compromise that kind of consideration when we're dealing with entrepreneurs and if especially if you're not an entrepreneur or even if you're an entrepreneur yourself you have to understand y'all gonna be ships in the night passing each other you gotta make the 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 time that you have together count make it work and make it uh memorable yeah i i, I wanna i everything you just said is is phenomenally right um i always try to tell people individuals when when we're having when i'm having discussions with them about my life is that i do my best to try to see both sides of the situation so say if i did spend the whole day working and you know i come back home and i'm exhausted and i've had plenty of those situations where i'm dating somebody so they might come over to my crib after work or i might you know they might yo won't you come over here and chill with me after you get off work all right cool when we get together I will be I will communicate, hey, I'm exhausted. Give me X amount of time. But I always try to make sure that, you know, like if you want to talk, then I can try to take some time to have a conversation with you. Or like give me X amount of time today 
to like do me and then tomorrow or whenever I will schedule when we can have the 100% attention to be about you. The other side is when I am at with my lady after work, I try not to add on more stuff. Mm -hmm. So like if other people want to have a meeting or whatever, like, no, I'm going to be at home. I'm going to have dinner with shorty. And like, this is our time. Even if I'm tired and I'm exhausted, I try, I'm going to try to block the outside world. So even though I'm not at my best, at least I can give you my full attention. I'm not going to come home, be tired, and then like I'm going to turn on a video game or turn on television mm-hmm. and then ignore you and you sitting there looking at me while I'm doing something else. It's like, nah. Like now, I if look, I'm tired. We can both lay down here on this bed Listen, and you can talk I'm to me. Sleep. I promise. I'm going to fall asleep first. Like, I promise. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. But I'm going to try to give you that time. And I feel like that's a responsibility. Yeah. If you want to, and I feel like the, if you're an yeah, entrepreneur, man. And you decide to engage in a relationship, understand that relationship has responsibilities the same way the business does. That means the individual you are dating requires A, B, sex, Y, and Z. Now, what I will, and I've said this in the past, and I've said this in in my own dates, when I first, in the first few dates, you need to tell me what you need. Tell me what you need. Please don't send me into a guessing game or you didn't figure it out or No, tell me what you need. So that I can execute on what you need so that you don't feel unappreciated or you don't feel seen because I am a man, meaning that I'm really only good at paying attention to one or two things at a time. So, look, if you tell me what you need (laughs) and I'm guilty of this, I'll come home with the flowers, pop the flowers on the table and here's your candy. Look, I got to go upstairs and I got to get this 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 meeting going. You wanted the flowers and the candy because that's what you needed. I gave it to you. It wasn't sexy. I didn't come in with the lingerie on to give you the flowers. But look, babe, I love you. This is this. Look, I got to go do what I got to do. And understand it's not a passive disrespectful thing is babe you told me this is what you need i'm executing on what you need so you can understand that i love you but understand that like yo there's things going on if you want to be with me and you want to ride with me cool you can ride with me but understand that we got to conduct ourselves in a certain way when we in certain environments and i feel like if if both parties can understand the needs of each other and we respect each other enough to give at, at least try our best to give what each other needs it can it can function and There's jf n- i love that jf I, I do i do i appreciate that we also have to explore the more realistic approach as well that sometimes it ain't gonna work sometimes there is no compromise um in, in some of my cases there are, men, there are people that will come home tired and they'll say, well, come, come lay with me. Okay, that's fine for one day. But then the next day it's like, oh, I'm tired. Uh, come chill with me. Okay, the day after that. Yeah, man, really not feeling it. Come over. So it's like, where does compromise become me just giving in and complacency mm-hmm. where, you know what? She understands that I'm, I'm hustling, I'm grinding, I'm an entrepreneur. She can come meet me at my level. But at what point can you meet me at mine? Even right. though you're tired, can you push through and come to a happy hour with me? Can you push through that exhaustion? Because I've waited all day for you. Can you push through that exhaustion and make mm. time for me? And, and that's why I feel like it's, hurt, it's, sometimes it doesn't. And that's a, okay to be like, I don't want to compromise. Like for I, me, I wasn't compromising. I'm not. Okay. I, I, I hear you. And I, I am sorry that that situation happened to you. And I'm happy you've gotten into a happier situation. However, I will say that 
once again, it goes back to what I said before. If you agree to be a part of a relationship, a part of the responsibility of being in that relationship is that to adhering to the rules that are a part of that relationship. So okay. if my girl communicates, I need two days a week, then, you know what I'm saying? Either I got to figure out two days a week or right. I have to say this ain't going to work for me. And I you love, know what I'm saying? I love And that. now, yeah. mind you, I've always told any woman I've ever dated, like, yo, I, I if you need a day, I'm going to give you that whole day. Meaning that I'm not answering calls. I'm not going to go out. My mom could call crying. Ah, la, la. And my dad could be like, I need you. Nah, I'm with shorty. I'm with shorty. Like, whatever she want to do, we can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only thing I need you to give me space on is I am not sure no to Bergerac. So, like, if you're looking for some overture of romantic gestures like so i need you to write me a poem and it's gonna be 16 pages and then you're gonna whisk me away into a chariot of love like i'm yeah, not nah. gonna do that but if yeah, you nah. say babe i want to go to such and such museum and i would like to try a different food place and like, all right cool i can find a museum i'll find i'll try my best to find a place that we haven't eaten before and i'm gonna make the whole day about you and that's great. And honestly, I don't even need every day of the week for my girl to be up underneath of me. And I just would like to give a little pushback. A lot of times that want to be seeing and want to be up underneath of the person is the woman wanting to be underneath the man. And then they try to flip it on. I was up underneath you. Well, no, babe, because I would have gotten to sleep a lot faster if you hadn't came over. <laughs> but anyway, Whoa! I'm not I'm not trying to kick. I'm not trying I'm not to kick. Gonna, no I'm job. not going to push back tonight because we I'm almost not, at the end of our show. I'm not going to kick. I'm not going to no push back but, tonight, but um, but okay. it is. Definitely, I'm gonna tell all of my dudes if you watching right now, bro, it's your responsibility. Like, if you talking about you the man in a relationship and you the head and you this. It is definitely you your responsibility work. to make sure that what your girl needs is met. The same way the responsibility of the job and wow. your business is, your girl is a responsibility and she's a part. She's a part. She has things that she needs. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I want to be in a relationship. But that means that I have to do what's necessary to maintain. But let's look, look, hold on, ma'am. And I appreciate you showing me love, but uh -huh. I'm a fat, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fat <laughs> black nigga. So I ain't no skinny tall niggas because y'all let skinny tall niggas get away with murder. You know I'm what I'm saying? So yeah, yo, them the skinny yo, tall I'm, with the six pack I'm, niggas I'm, and the with the ten boots and they sold drugs and they I'm got keys overseas. Because I've seen people look like Biggie Smalls get away with murder too. Like if Biggie Smalls had a lot of money and he has he had a lot of he had a lot of shit going on, so he could get away with it. But like I'm saying, I'm, I'm in a different space. So, but I mean, like being in a space yeah. that I am being conscious of who I am and what my physical situation is or whatever, I make sure to do what I'm supposed to do. You know what I mean? Because I to me, relationships are important. Let's not forget, I just said my parents just celebrated 42 years of marriage. That ain't had nothing to do with the 10 years they was together before that. That ain't got nothing to do with my grandparents being married and dying together. My mother's side grandparents. Like, my family is married people. So, to me, the value of marriage is different than these other niggas. Like, they, they, they you talking about them niggas, they got single family. Niggas wasn't there. They don't even know their daddy name or their mom. No, I know both of my, I know all, I know my great, great, great parents, grandparents' names. That's the shit y'all need to be asking on a date. Do you know your grandparents' name? But we ain't going to get into that. I ain't going to do that. That's but it's different. It's yeah. different when you're trying to build a legacy, when you're trying to maintain the last name for the for the next generation. It's different what, what I'm doing. And I come from strong, a family of strong women. So my mother would be them pop me upside the head if I was to be disrespecting a woman or not treating my, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I got to treat my girls because my mother and my aunts and all of them, they looking at me. 
everything I do, if I don't get her a plate or you didn't pull a chair out for her, what the fuck wrong with you? Like, I come from that family. So I don't have that leeway. So, like, I got to function a certain way. So that's just the reality of it. That's Ladies, he's man. single. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm trying to tell y'all. Y'all better get him, man. Y'all better get him, man. I don't sell drugs, so they ain't fucking with me. It's all good. I ain't selling crack. I tell you, man. Listen, this has been such a great, great conversation. And whenever we have guest professors on the show, we always give them a little shine at the end. Yeah. So please, JS1, this is your time. We're rolling out the red carpet for you. Please tell the world who you are, what you're doing, what you got on the horizon. Yes. Tell the world. It's all on you, buddy. Um, I name is JS1. I work in the in the in the cleaning department for Dayton University. So <laughs> if, if you spill something in the classroom, I'm gonna come and clean it. So make sure that please y'all respect the classroom and respect the teachers. Um, but outside of that, let hey, uh, if you're a media person and you want to be a part of a network of people you want to build with other groups of people please join our media back channel hit us up uh baltimore media coalition um if you would like to enjoy a way more ratchet and uneducational experience you can come to my podcast the supply house uh i have a youtube channel called bbc life with a bunch of different shows on it um and I want to thank you guys for allowing me to come and be on your platform today and just chop it up. I, I super appreciate it. I love this platform. I think you guys do a phenomenal job. Please keep it going. And please keep helping young black people or old black people find better relationships or think differently about relationships because it's super important. Thank you. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Our, to the newest, people. our newest guest professor slash custodial engineer. <laughs> Clean up on our six. Come back anytime. So next week, are we are we celebrating with you at Sizzle? What's up? What's the move? You can come and hang out. Wait a minute. What am I doing on Thursday? Uh Thursday, mm. I am in an undisclosed restaurant uh for dinner. If you two would love to join me, I will send you guys the invite and you are more than welcome to come and celebrate with me and my personal friends. It is not a public function. Um, I didn't, I don't think I had anything for sizzle plan. I'm here. It's funny. Cause I'm here at sizzle now, <laughs> but, um, Dang, yeah, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. I, I just had, I, I just do something in private. I'm not really, don't nobody want to come see me at no birthday party. So, you know, I just kick it with the homies. You know what, fam? See, you, you, you and me was split to like at birth or something because yeah. we got this. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, you know, when I tell y'all to play, y'all gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm fucking with it. It's a fat boy's dream. The restaurant, it's just a fat boy's dream. I'm just going and no, and for those that's thinking that this is a golden corral, no, that's not the birthday move. I didn't think that, but I do love golden corral, but okay, I don't, not for the birthday. Corral, I <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking some time out yes. and hanging with us tonight and giving us the real lowdown of uh dating as an entrepreneur um uh one one one, one last little thing uh i thought y'all was gonna get nasty y'all and y'all are so demure this was so light you ain't really get crazy you not seen our shows <laughs> we talk about fish smells and sex. but it wasn't no fish spells night. It was so demure. Y'all was so respectful. Okay, and- well, you know what, JS One, have you ever had an experience with a woman in which you smell like fish? Yes. What did you do? Tell I hit us. it, and then once I bust my nut, I left. 
Wait, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. JS1. Wow. So you wow. mean to tell me, even though it smelled I'm, like I'm, tilapia and cod, you kept going? Hey, I needed that nut. I was probably That's coming crazy. off of a, I was probably coming off a drought. Hey, sometimes. That's hey, that okay, all right. Now that I can understand. I, I mean, don't condone it. <laughs> hey, y'all can feel the way you want to feel about it. Is what it is. On a good note, JS1, are you insane? So you mean to tell me you're in a hot, sweaty room and yep. she opens her legs and it smells like yep. seriously fried cod and nothing uh, in you wanted to stop and say, sis. I was younger. I was younger. Like you, you, you talking to okay. the forty-two-year-old me? I'm, I'm gonna say no now. But when I was like younger, 20, like, tw- like twenty-three, twenty-five. No, how young okay, is y'all? Like, yeah, third, yeah. Like I wouldn't even say worse. Like Probably twenty-nine, maybe thirty. I, I might have, you know, dipped into some unsafe waters. But I had the condom <laughs> on sometimes too. Hey man, I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that. Yum yum. Yeah, man. Okay. Did you look her like? Did you wait? No, 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 no. Now that we, there, now we gotta go there. Did go you talk to her after? Did I what? Talk to her after. No, hell no, no. Oh, it was a one and done. Yeah, it was definitely a one and done. Did you smell it before you went down there? Was it like permeating through her clothes? No, no, no. It was you just when the does. doors dropped. The yeah. the, the aroma. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. We got, the, we got real catfish. So yeah. 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 Fellas, how many of y'all done persevered through some some? I'm done. Good night, y'all. I'm saying that's it. That's light. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's light. Hey, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know like, you if I make that, you, know you got you got to come to you got to come to our DU after, uh, after dark show. Yes, <laughs> I'm with you. But Please. I would like to say this: it as much as people say that that love and vagina is 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 attainable, like water and chicken. It's not for some people. It is not as attainable where you can just go down the street and pick up something. So some of us who have to try a little bit harder, you appreciate once you get it. You know what I'm saying? Not now saying you're going to go back and wife it. Well, you know what I mean? Two o'clock in the morning, you done worked on it all day long and she finally get up. Nigga, you about to go. I'm not about to. I'm going to smash this. I work for this. Now, I didn't know it was going to be like that when I got in it. But I worked on it. So you so said I, I got I done, I done committed to the crawfish, so I might as well just stick go. it out. There I know that's go. right. Perseverance. So I, exactly. Determination. And that's all I'm gonna say from that point champion that I'll end it there. Thank JS1, you. Yes. You are my champion of courage. You really <laughs> persevered through the, the pound fish. It's cool. <laughs> Saving the swordfish one day at a time. It's cool. <laughs> well. Okay. <laughs> Man, just wanted to be honest. Another just wanted to be honest. It is cool. I mean, <laughs> this nigga, how about you, <laughs> <a> champion? <laughs> I mean, I, so people gonna come up here and start faking with you. You gotta be real. Like you, no, yo, don't come no, on no, Dayton no. University lying. Let's be honest and be real. Come no, on, bro, so seriously, because you got some men that would be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, if I smell that, nah, I'm nah. How many I done fucked some big chicks, some, some like really, really 300 pound chicks. I done had some super ugly ones, girls with bullet wounds. I mean, I done had some nights, bro. I yo, like Baltimore, your, I was wilding in my corner. Did you put huh? your finger in it? Yeah, yeah. I hit it when it was on its period. I was doing all type of wild Ooh. stuff in my twenties and early thirties. Like, you the dark. All right, Charles, hit the end button before we I'm a, lose we our. Go. 
I, I, I'm sorry to our podcast listeners. I the show ended really well, and then we, 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 we was on a roll, and then we with, we 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 effed it up by bringing y'all. I know. Into I was thinking like delete the last five minutes, but we good. It's the university. We, 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 we're, we're oh, we have a show next week. Um, we about to get recorded. Thanks, JS One. I'm gonna give everybody like 15 percent off or something. Like Jesus Christ. Okay. Um. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, y'all been listening to Dating University. Again, yes, I'm JS1, thanks for coming on. Uh, My pleasure. Charles, along with Professor Brittany and our special guest, JS1. Uh, thank y'all so much. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Bye. <laughs>